And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I got a question for you, maybe two. Do you ever wonder if you'll ever have time to do all the things you truly want to do, those things that really matter to you, but it seems like so many other things get in the way? Does it feel like it's a challenge to have work life and personal life balance consistently? And do you feel sometimes overwhelmed by everything that you have to do? Let's talk about that today. But before we dive in, let me introduce myself. Hi there, my name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I am a mindset coach, counselor, notably known as the Inner Critic Tamer. And I'm passionate about helping others just like you and me who have survived or gone through some things that we don't necessarily like to talk about, but we know that we want to be better because we want to have a more vibrant, fulfilling life. And we want to be able to pass that on down to our kids, right? I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I'd like to say, undo that crap that may have happened to you that keeps you stuck, keeps you from living fully, keeps you from totally and utterly believing in yourself and what it is you can do and teach you how to heal from all of that in order to live the vibrant life you are designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to be talking about how to live a full life without compromising the things that matter most to you. Most of us juggle between work and life and learning how to live a full life is no easy task, right? Why is that? For some of us, it needs not be a long life as long as it's been a fulfilling life of achievements, happiness, and no regrets. But how many of us actually go on to experience that entirely? It sometimes sounds more like a pipe dream, a fantasy, rather than a reality. It's a common misconception that you must sacrifice certain parts of your full life to fulfill others from work to health to relationships. Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the daily demands. Maybe you don't feel like you have enough time or energy. Or maybe you just haven't untapped your own strength and potential to achieve everything you want in life. And so when in times of adversity, which we've certainly been have been rolling through the last few years, you just can maybe catch yourself getting out of balance in some area of your life. And then you'll always get comments from others saying fulfilling life is only possible if you're so rich that you don't have to care about working, paying bills, or providing for family. That glorious out-in-the-future dream. While there is some truth maybe to that, I'm happy to say that financial freedom isn't the only answer to living a fulfilling life. But here's the truth. We cannot afford to keep trading one important part of our lives to achieve another. 
no one can achieve true happiness this way. The reality is that different aspects of your life are interlinked and interdependent. Everything influences the other. For example, a bad family life can bring down your career and poor health can bring down everything. What you don't realize is that you will pay great consequences later if you trade off one thing to achieve another right now. And these consequences are almost irreversible. The secret is to not just balance all areas of your life, but to excel in them as well. So what is a full life? To live a full life, there's six areas of six major areas of your life that need to take and have attention to. Neglecting any of them will only make you regret it later. Living a full life is all to do with two aspects. Six major areas of your life, which I just mentioned, and core skills. Now, these are not necessarily new concepts. I didn't develop them. And, you know, I mean, nor should any of us really take any claim from that. They're concepts. There's maybe even reminders of things that are already internally in you that podcasts like this or others that talk about this type of topic are merely just stimulating or maybe rewakening or nudging those things inside of you. But these concepts after can get us out of whack, meaning life, we can let life get us out of whack by burning ourselves out and stressing ourselves out. And I know I've done this to myself along my journey. You know, the whole concept, uh, you just got to work hard every day. You just got to grind every day. But what exactly is all of that about? And how do we keep balance in order to have a full life? I know for myself, I had times where I put my mind and body through some really big, horrific things. They might be labeled now as red flags. And as a result, even I couldn't ignore these red flags, right? Depression set in, anxiety set in, stress set in, weight gain set in, low energy set in, exhaustion set in, sleep fatigue set in. You you get the picture, right? Because I'm sure some of you can even relate to maybe experiencing this in your own life right now. Those things you cannot ignore for a long period of time because they don't get better by happen chance. They don't improve because you finally just surrender and give up. They improve because you make shifts and changes consistently and through a period of time, that's where things improve. When my health had been compromised, I lost the energy and motivation to keep going with my career, or at least not giving my best service, because truth be told, I couldn't. This also led to a decline in my self-confidence and a drop in my self-worth. 
However, it wasn't all bad news. I used the downtime as a wake-up call. I realized that anything taken to the extreme is not sustainable and that happy, healthy, and successful life only comes when all parts of our lives are in balance. This is when I was willing to hear and understand the six major areas of life that need to be balanced and fulfilled in order for us to function naturally and optimally. I especially hope that those of you that are tuning in, if you are single parents, that you really take heed to this because as being a single parent myself, as well as an entrepreneur, you can be feeling spread very, very thin, which can result in some of those other things earlier mentioned, burnout, stress, anxiety, depression, fatigue, blah, blah, blah. You get the picture. But it's really important for those of you that are in the world like I am that we really take heed to what I'm going to share with you throughout this so that you can begin to rebuild yourself, rebuild your confidence. And maybe you don't need to rebuild it like from the bottom up, but maybe it's a matter of fine tuning because maybe you've gotten a little away from that balance, that pendulum that just keeps everything in check. So let's look at what these six major areas of life are. One, physical health. Just imagine how much more you could achieve in life if you had tons of drive and energy. Simple things like improving your diet, exercising more, and learning meditation could lead to big gains in your physical and mental health. And this would inevitably lead to gains in all areas of your life. Number two, family and relationship fulfillment. Our relationships are crucial to our success and well-being. Where possible, you should limit the time you spend with negative people and increase the time you spend with creative, enthusiastic, and supportive people. If I'm being completely transparent with you, this is where I learned to value the value of who you have in your life. Spending so much time with broken people who were not interested in healing their brokenness was an eye-opener. It also required me to work on my own brokenness in order to attract more vibrant people into my life which opened doors to opportunity that I never thought possible to walk through. Number three, work and career prosperity. When you focus on progressing your career, you'll have goals to aim for. Furthermore, research has shown that striving towards goals makes people happier. Here's another little secret. It's not maybe even necessarily achieving that goal that matters. It's who you become as a result of achieving that goal. The confidence that you gain, the the inner trust that you have with yourself to to achieve this thing. There's so much that's involved in that. That's why achieving the goal feels so stinking good. Also, it's a good idea to check in every once in a while along the way and see if this work is still what you want to do. 
Do you still feel passionate about what you do for work? Does it feel like you're serving a purpose rather than just merely paying some bills? There's more to life, isn't there? Number four, wealth and money satisfaction. Despite what you may have heard, money is not the root of all evil. That's the love of money. Your focus should be on offering a service to the world. If it's something that people need, then you should charge fairly for it and enjoy the rewards. I can tell you, when you're in alignment with your money and what you are doing for a living, it never feels like a day of work. Truly. You get excited to get up and and go do the thing that you do that serves people. It's it's not about you. When we start making it about us all the time and what we can get, it you know, that that'll be fun for a while until it's not, right? Because there's never going to be enough. But when we start contributing, when we start giving back, when we start, you know, mentoring the next generation as they begin to grow and take on their flight, that, that, my friends, is super exciting. Number five, spiritual wellness. Sometimes we need to follow our intuition and our heart. Whether you believe there is a power greater than us or not, spiritual practices such as contemplation, breathing exercises, meditation, prayer, and singing can help you tap into a world beyond logic. Number six, mental strength. It's easy to spot someone with a weak mind. They have no focus, no discipline, and they lack drive and conviction. On the other hand, someone with a strong mind is easy to spot. They will be dynamic, purposeful, and engaging. They'll also impress you as someone who can get things done. My recommendation is that you take some time to study and think about these six major areas of your life. Look for areas that you should limit and areas that you need to expand. Once you've successfully balanced the six areas, you'll have put that whole working smarter into action. Now, let's take a look at one of my clients' journey in realizing the importance of balancing these areas. So this was a top salesperson who had lost their balance. For the sake of confidentiality, we'll say this person's name is Scott. Scott is one of the top salesmen in his company. Having to reach a sales target every month, he often had to work overtime. As a father, he always tried to do his best to spend quality time with his family. So despite a busy schedule, he has fulfilling relationships and a happy family. However, with all the demands in his life, he couldn't find time to stay healthy, and he started to gain a lot of weight. He started to feel tired easily and couldn't quite catch his breath playing with his kid. Scott wanted to be healthy again, 
so that he can manage his life better because you can imagine how things had started to shift also in the other five areas of his life. If his health was being impacted, no doubt he may have called out sick from work. Quite often he was not producing like he could have been, not having the emotional and mental and physical capability to be connected with his kids and all of their functions, let alone having a relationship with his wife. So he wanted to get better. His life needed to be improved because he had, he wanted to have these connections with his family. He wanted to be able to enjoy the time with them. Because after all, our kids are only young once, right? We, we can't put the pause button on their growth. We can't put the pause button on their aging. We can't. And, and nor are they going to wait for us to be available for that. So he was referred to me to help dive deeper into these areas of his life to figure out how we could create some balance. After a bit, he realized how little effort he spent on the aspects other than work, especially his health. And with help, we were able to get him to reevaluate and replan his time and make time for exercising. It wasn't easy at first, and here's why. Because we are so conditioned and programmed by our habits to do the same thing every day. We don't even think about it, right? We just get up, we go do the thing, we come home, we do the thing, and the next day we get up and do the thing again. So this was requiring him to actually be consciously aware of the choices he was making every single day. And sometimes he got caught in the trap of being too busy to exercise. And so when we get too busy in one area of our life, in order to get through the day, there's oftentimes we give up the other thing. Something has to give in order to complete it, right? So that would be exercise in this case. But with time, he was able to make exercise a new habit. A new habit happens with a consistent practice of that new habit. He would go to sleep early so he could wake up early to do some home workouts before going to work. What was even surprising was that his habits slowly began to influence his family to build a healthy routine as well. Now together as a family, they exercise together. They make family time a fun movement time. That could be anything, right? I mean, when you think exercise, some people tend to think exercise means going to the gym and pounding weights. Well, for some people, that's pretty fun. Some people, that's not that's that fun at all. So they just leave exercise out of it. I'm telling you, dance your hiney off. That's a form of movement. Taking walks, teaching your kid how to ride a bike if they're really young, or a grandkid, teaching your grandkid how to ride a bike and you walk alongside them. That's exercise. Let's not lose aspect of what exercise is. 
It's a matter of doing it and implementing it and how awesome and exciting for him that he also had to make some changes to fit the balance that he wanted, which was to get in better shape, to have more energy and time for his family and to be able to combine that with now the whole family doing it together. That's pretty freaking exciting, I think. So how do we live a full life? Now you may wonder, so how to balance and even excel in all six areas of your life? If anyone can pursue a life of fullness, and it all starts with this willingness to learn. And in that learning, actually do the thing. You may have even heard the expression, always learning but never earning. That applies to this as well. You could be listening to every podcast on the planet. You could be taking every online course there is to learn to have a full life. You could be reading every self-help book that's out there by every guru in the world. And I'm going to tell you, unless or until you're actually implementing the things that you're learning along the way, you're just going to be continually hungry for knowledge. Take that knowledge and actually implement it consistently, regularly in your life. And I promise you, a year from now, your life will be very different than what it is today. How many years has it been since you last attended a class in school? If you're well into your adult years as a working professional, chances are it's been a minute. Do you remember the times where you had to wake up early for morning classes or the times where you were rushing through a paper or a project because you had a deadline? And of course, there were those endless exams that you had to cram for. Do you remember those? A lifelong learner is motivated to learn and develop because they want to. It is a deliberate and voluntary act. Lifelong learning can enhance our understanding of the world around us, provide us with more and better opportunities, and improve our quality of life. Think, for example, of upgrading your computer or your phone and how it operates so much more efficiently after that updating. Of course, one of the most rewarding reasons for continuous learning is that it gives you options. Successfully changing career path in midlife and spending time informally developing expertise and more common than ever is more common than ever. People are doing it all of the time, especially during a rapid changing market conditions. Look, we all know that COVID hit and we know what we've rolled through since then. And now here we are in 2023 dealing with inflation, we're dealing with a volatile financial time. It's, and and I have no doubt that we'll be okay. And I know that this year is not over. So there may be some more things that happen along the way. But this is where you can stand fast. This is where it's imperative that you practice right now, today, realigning and rebalancing all areas of your life because if COVID taught us nothing is that we got knocked off of our center pretty easy 
with shutdowns, quarantines, masks, people not working, people wondering, you know, fighting, protesting, all of that. And I'm, I am not making this political by any mean, but I want you to look back and see where during that time period you have may have felt fearful, you have may felt worried, you may have been concerned, you may have not been sure how this was all going to roll out now with having kids working from home while you as the parent may be working from home or maybe you're working from home for the first time because of the world being turned upside down. This is why it's so important to, again, knowing that it takes a while to come off of something major like that. That was a global thing. This is not just a one and done. This was something that impacted everyone around the world. And that ripple effect we do feel for a while as we steady our sea legs, as they say. And part of that is us doing the work inside of our own personal life to create that balance in all six major areas, which I referenced, in order to get through and continue to thrive during any time of our life. So whatever your age, it's never too late to start fresh in life. When you start educating yourself and exposing yourself to new knowledge and information, you widen your opportunities. This will allow you to do more than what you may currently be doing or give you a way out if you're not happy or fulfilled with where you are now. Our economy is shifting increasingly towards short-term and part-time contracts with more flexible work patterns. We have to adapt to changes going on in the work world, make more of ourselves by stepping out of our comfort zones, and break the false ideas about our potential and how we believe life is going to be. Yes, you have the ability to create the life that you want. In order to do that, you have to be willing to be open, be willing to be flexible, be willing to be coachable, be willing to try new things, be willing to be open-minded. If you are somebody who's worked in the workforce and you do that for 40 years to get a retirement and then suddenly that's taken away from you, that may be a little bit more challenging for those that are just now entering the workforce who are seeing a new pattern of how work is operating. More and more people are using multi-streams of income in order to fund their lives as opposed to one job for 30, 40, 50 years. It's not right or wrong. It's just the ebb and the flow of how life is evolving and so being flexible when I think of being flexible I heard someone give me the analogy one time of either being a young branch like on a tree or being an old brittle branch on a tree the young branch is much more flexible bendable and immutable it's more able to adapt to the environment when like strong winds come along or hard times come along as opposed to an old brittle branch. It has a higher probability of being broken or snapped when difficult times come along. So think of that as we move and continue to get through 2023 
and you working on balancing the six major areas of your life to create the vibrant life that you want to live. So how do we do that? And it's with a framework and a full life framework at that. So let's talk about this full life framework. It has five simple principles that can help you achieve a full and meaningful life. So let's go over that. One, life missions. Life missions are the key aspects of your life that make it worth living. Fulfilling these missions is what gives your life meaning, joy, completeness. A life mission can be to fulfill a goal or a dream, like to become a children's author, or it can be a mission about your relationship to your family. It can be related to health, fitness, or other aspects of your life. Everyone has a life mission, whether you know it or not. They're programmed in your subconscious mind and the reason why you care so deeply about certain things. But to really take control, you have to know what they are. You have to consciously recognize what makes you tick. What really makes you get out of bed each day? What makes you feel on fire? And for some, you could be wondering, I don't know what my life purpose is or my life mission. Then great, I need you to get in touch with me so we can go on an exploration to find that for you. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing more exciting than knowing unequivocally you are living your mission and purpose. It feels amazing even on those hard days. Number two, compromise the method, not the mission. Ignoring or sacrificing your life's mission causes pain and suffering. It causes debt. And the longer you ignore it, the more interest builds up. 99% of people compromise on the mission. They sacrifice what's really important, believing that it's worth it. Like giving up on your dream because you believe it's the only way to be a great parent or sacrificing the relationships that are really important to you for the greater good to get ahead in your career. But you know what? It's never worth it. These type of sacrifices only end up causing regret. These type of sacrifices also disrupt the balance in the six major areas of your life. The problem is that most people believe they don't have a choice, but you do. You have a choice. That's why I believe in comp the compromising method, not the mission. There's always a way. You can always change how you do things instead of giving up on doing it. But to be able to have the choice, you need the right skills and the right mindset. Number three, a progress mindset. First, you have to liberate yourself from winning or losing. It's because we're so afraid of loss that we never give ourselves the opportunity for true growth. A progress mindset doesn't care about success or failure. It only cares about progress. As long as you can produce growth and improvement, you're succeeding. As long as you can produce growth and movement, you're succeeding. As long as you're making progress each and every time, eventually 
you win. Imagine applying this way of thinking to different areas of your life, making progress and growing. That's the win. Number four, self-control systems. Just having a progress mindset isn't enough. You can't just think it. You have to be able to take consistent action. Consistent means regular, long-term, quality actions. But that takes a lot of willpower and energy. And if there's one thing over the last couple of decades of research and experience I've learned is that relying on pure willpower doesn't cut it in the long term. Think diet, for instance. You willfully tell yourself not to eat that thing that you know is your kryptonite. There's no doubt long term that's not going to happen. You're going to give in and eat that thing. Trust me. And I know that you, any of you that have ever given up something, the temptation for it, willpower doesn't always win. You have to be able to take action effortlessly. You have to be able to do it on autopilot. This is where it's vital to know your habits, those daily habits. Our habits are those autopilot responses we have that can either lead to great things, cause us to stumble along the way, or hold us back completely. When working with my clients, it's vital that we dig into their habits in order to evaluate their efficiency. For example, if you have a habit of coming home directly from work and turning on the TV, you might discover how much time you truly waste watching it rather than taking some time to relax, unwind, work out, take a walk, or take a shower. Same goes for your phone. Do you want to know what the real difference between top performers and everyone else is? It's this. Top performers make their success integrated into their life systematically. They don't negotiate with themselves. They don't negotiate with that inner critic or that inner voice that trips them up or tells them, "Mm, better not do that, or you're not good enough to do that, or really is now the time to do that. They don't negotiate with that. They continue staying focused. They, They don't allow themselves to, if they do have a cheat day of some kind, maybe they don't exercise when it's their regular exercise day. Maybe they don't eat that thing, but they end up slipping up and eating that other thing that they know will give them heartburn later, but they want it. The thing is, is they will go right back on track the very next day where those that aren't top performers like that, they will get off track and say, well, you know, I had a bad day, so why even try the rest of this week? Because next week I'll get back on track. Now you've wasted seven days rather than just getting back on track. So number five is life multipliers. This is last, but certainly not least, we have life multipliers, the core life skills that give you leverage. Instead of specific traditional skills, we all need life multipliers. Why? 
<coughs> Excuse me. Because to truly live a full life, you can't think and act like the average person. There will never be enough time and energy to go around. You're already pulled in a thousand different directions and get bombarded by hundreds of different distractions each day. Life multipliers are the secret to make you become, some may say, superhuman. Because they are core skills that give you huge gains in multiple aspects of your life at the same time. One-stop shop. Think that. Think work, you know, smarter, not harder. They are like foundational skills that take your life, confidence, ability, and effectiveness to a whole new level. Now let's like take a look at what these core skills are and how you can live a full life using them. So what are these life multipliers, the core skills of life? An important thing you need to know is that you should always work smarter, not harder. I know you've heard me say that several times during this episode, and I do that for a reason, to just anchor that in, plant that seed and anchor that in so that they become regular thoughts for you. And I want you to take those same phrases and anchor them in for yourself. Now, you've probably come across this simple piece of advice before, but have you actually put it into action in your life? If not, don't worry. I'm going to explain an easy way for you to achieve this. There are eight core skills that you should strive to develop. On their own, they can be effective, but when combined, they'll create unstoppable movement in your life. I'll describe each skill now, including examples and tips for each that will help you to quickly understand the power behind them. So this might also be a good time for you to save this episode so that you can listen again and again and again. Again, that anchoring. There's a reason we anchor things just as we've anchored in bad habits or happy habits that are no longer serving us. That's what these kinds of things that I'm sharing with you can do. So save this, share it, write it down. There's nothing better than pen and paper, writing things down. There's a connection to your brain, mind, body, spirit that happens in that aspect of it. So let's get through these eight. One, self-empowerment. A person with self-empowerment has sustainable motivation and confidence about what they want to achieve. They are clear about their purpose and know how to stay positive and motivated during adversity or while stretching their comfort zone. Now, think back to a time when you set your heart and mind on something. Perhaps it was a new Qatar or a new house or a vacation. But once you had a burning desire for it, you quickly found the necessary motivation, ideas, and energy to achieve what you wanted. We all do, right? It's like that little kid that wants that piece of candy. They're going to figure out a way to somehow get that candy. Be childlike in this fashion. Just like if you want a new phone or you want something, a new outfit, you're going to find a way to get that. This is... This is powerful, and remember this. 
two, self-control. A person with self-control consistently sets clear goals and plans for themselves and always follows through. They also know how to build constructive habits and routines that support their goals. And they create these habits in such a way that makes sure they stick. Here's an example. If you try to give up alcohol, cigarettes, or junk food, you'll know just how hard that can be. But the secret to success in these endeavors is to replace a bad habit with a good habit. For instance, instead of ordering your usual glass of wine, you could opt to order tea, coffee, water. And I know water may not sound all juicy and wonderful like wine, so uh, maybe put some frozen grapes in it or some lemon. Give it some pizzazz. My, my girlfriend Susie, she always makes water fancy when you go to her house. She loads up a really pretty glass with some ice and she'll maybe put in some sparkling water and squeeze in a lemon or a mandarin and let it float in the water. And I'm telling you, it's as fancy as any cocktail I've ever had. Do this often enough, typically for a month or more, and you'll find that you've discarded your old habit and created a new one. And if you haven't, then I want you to get in touch with me because we need to have a conversation to see what's underlying that, what is keeping you and preventing you from not giving up on yourself and the desired outcome you're wanting to have. Number three, Renewable vitality. A person with renewable vitality is physically fit and healthy because they exercise, move regularly, they eat well, and know how to look after themselves. And they have always enough energy to handle the demands of the day. How are you sleeping? If you're not sleeping well, it's important you address this as lack of sleep can quickly lead to negative impacts in all areas of your life. With regards to also renewable vitality, there's many, myself included, that are as women going through menopause, and that can be a really big significant change on your vitality. You may find yourself being foggy-headed or all of a sudden debilitatingly exhausted and wondering what in the heck is happening in your world and your ability in the past when you felt this way maybe I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go you know take an aerobics class or a spin class or whatever to see if I can build my energy your body's under a different condition right now so your movement in lieu of what I just shared might be taking a walk doing some weight um, resistance training as opposed to that high-impact cardio that you're used to doing. No more at this moment running on a treadmill for an hour. Look, your body is changing, and you're going to have to change the way you do things in order to support it in a very vital, healthy way in order for you to continue thriving. Number four, emotion mastery. A person with emotion mastery can manage and change the way they feel and cope with situations. 
They are also able to reframe negativity into positive actions. For example, imagine being told by your boss that your role is no longer needed and you should pack your things and head out the door. If you weren't expecting this, then you're likely to be shocked, incredulous, and perhaps even angry. These emotions could quickly lead you to lose your self-confidence and optimism. However, if you could snap out of your negative emotional state, you could begin to see a way forward. Positive emotions lead to positive actions. In this case, an exciting new job at a dynamic company could be just the change you needed, or perhaps even taking that leap and starting your own business that you've always dreamt about and said one day, maybe today is that day. Number five, conscious communication. A person with conscious communication understands other people's ideas and is able to express and deliver their own thoughts and feelings clearly. They are also good at influencing others and find it easy to build reliable and long-term relationships. Have you ever noticed that the best managers or leaders are also the best listeners? By being great listeners, not only do they show respect to their teammates, but they also have the chance to learn from them. Communication is an art that you can learn. Start by mirroring your favorite managers, leaders, or mentors. Number six, smart focus. A person with smart focus gets things done in the most efficient and effective manner. They take control of their time and energy by always working smarter. What's the first thing you do when you start your day, your work day? If you're like most people, you probably log into your computer and start going through all your emails and your inbox. On a good day, this may take you 15 minutes or so. But on a bad day, think Monday, you might spend an hour or more going through your emails. A smarter start to your day is to spend 5 or 10 minutes planning out your work. High priority items should be the first focus, lower priority items last. This will guarantee that the important stuff gets done and gets done on time. Number seven, learning and adaptability. A person with learning and adaptability can quickly master any knowledge and skill. They also respond to change swiftly and never stop growing or moving forward. Leonardo da Vinci once said, Learning never exhausts the mind. Wise words indeed. I suggest you make a habit of learning something new every day. This will help you keep your mind, stay fresh and active, and mark out a way to progress and be open an open-minded individual. Look, as much as you're moving your body, you know, one of my mentors um, says spend 30 minutes a day movement and 30 minutes a day reading filling your mind both need to be fed number seven learning and adaptability a person with constructive thinking has a clear uncluttered mind they also know how to utilize their memory and brain power to solve problems and be creative to be able to think clearly 
you need to take regular breaks from the non-stop onslaught of news, social media, and TV that we all experience nowadays. Try to find some time every day to have a break from this technology. Perhaps take a walk in your local park or do a 10-minute meditation on your break in a quiet area or of your home or your office or even in your car. When you have peace and quiet, you'll be able to tap into your creativity and find solutions to any problem that comes your way. When you're living a fulfilling life, you're able to tap into each of these areas harmoniously without sacrifice. One of the most influential aspects of this work-life harmony is the ability to believe in yourself and have a healthy dose of self-empowerment. So as we begin to wrap up this week's episode, I'd love for you to save this and share it because you never know who's needing this very support right now. Life has been funny over the last couple of years and as a result many things no longer look and feel the same. And that alone could knock us off our loop. Having support like this can be helpful. And if you found this helpful and know someone who could use a little extra support along the way, or if you could use deeper support than these weekly episodes, I'm going to encourage you to get in touch with me. And I'm going to share ways now that you can get in touch with me. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. I'm on TikTok at Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much.